Welcome back to the Dump and Chase podcast. We're going to touch on the Northern Minnesota Ryder Cup. Uh, we're going to touch on my recent trip to Vegas and how, unfortunately, I was unable to make the trip up north. And the, the boys kind of suffered because of it. Washington Capitals up 3-1 in the Stanley Cup Finals. Can they finish it off? Is this their year? Uh, Giancarlo Stanton, unbelievable pimp homer after he was beamed nearly in the face again by the same guy, Mike Fryer. Uh, Cavs game one meltdown, absolute robbery. We'll touch on that. Tiger Woods doing it to us again before a major, getting our hopes up and our locked bets. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got a game. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth. In the middle of the universe, then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such. Amongst the fiends controlled by the screens. What's going on, everybody? We're back. We're back. Evie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm devastated. I want to I hear all about the uh, the Ryder Cup. Yeah, we had, uh, we had a bye week. I don't know, we didn't. Um, we had a great weekend up north. Uh, and for those who don't know the story, um, basically we'll rewind it all the way back to yeah. what was it? What was game seven? Washington and Tampa Bay. That was. Regardless of what it was, we. Uh, that would have been May 24th. EP Podcaster here had the chance to uh, basically, through networking out at Colgate's, had the chance to go out and be flown out for, for the games one and two. Games one and two in Vegas. Had Tampa Bay have won though, yeah, the yeah. the home ice advantage would have went would have went to Tampa Bay, and so those games would have been pushed back. Uh, yeah, so essentially, games one and two would have been in Tampa uh, Monday and Wednesday. Instead, they were in Vegas, and I had to get down there early. Uh, unbelievable experience. So I had a I had a blast. I went down early, met up with uh, Trey Hyde, went did some golfing, some gambling. Um, won some money so in that regard it was it was a lot of fun good experience but i'm just uh i i was pulling for tampa i really wanted to do both i wanted to do the Ryder cup help the team out but it's tough so you had to fly out saturday which was basically day one of the Ryder cup tournament well yeah i ended up going early i ended up going early yeah so but it sounds like you had a sick time you're running around grabbing fucking chai lattes for pierre mcguire yeah you know Tying Jeremy Roenick's shoes and pretty much the the whole being nine a little bitch all weekend, but yeah. that's that's a sick wear experience. It. I'll wear it. I want, um, I want to hear. I want to hear what happened on. I believe it was day one or day two. The the historic Benny Freemark Chuck Lindgren. Oh man, I heard there was an absolute comeback. Well, yeah, it. Uh, well, first of all, day one there's some serious controversy. We had. Um, it was actually my pairing in high lows, me and Matt Heller versus Charlie Hayes and Ryan Lingren. And what happened was coming into 18, we tied and being the competitors so were, you have the whole, yeah. So technically in, in Ryder cup fashion, we would have half the whole, yeah. um, I, I don't know my elementary understanding of the tournament that to me, I didn't even think about it. I thought that was just an even split, like, which yeah, it is, yeah, but yeah. I didn't yeah. understand the point. The scoring of it, yeah, which you got a crucial I didn't even think about point. that. Um, obviously, that half a point comes in huge down the stretch. Um, but what ended up happening was us four were like, fuck that. We're not tying. Like, all of us want to win. Like, we're here. We just golfed four hours, 18 holes at Fortune's Bay. Like, Wait, so you, so you actually didn't even – you didn't half it? What would you 
no. So we ended up going. We we're just like, well, we'll just replay eighteen, and everyone's just pissed like off. The whole Every, eighteen. Yeah, everyone was waiting for us, like to get done. Uh, we go back and play it, split again. So we're like, fuck it, we're not tying. Like we yeah. came this far, go back, play it again. We ended up losing, which behind our backs, all you know, twelve or no, what would it be? Yeah, twelve of the other guys yeah. already agreed. Like it's a half point for each. Damn. When we were like saying, okay, it's a full point. So, yeah. man, so what ended up happening? All, all night long. Like I, I still honestly to this day I have no idea who won the yeah. point because we ended up winning. Yeah. Um, you guys won by a hefty margin. Yeah, the half point didn't matter, but yeah, moving into uh, Sunday, um, Benny Freemark and Chuck Linger in the in the match play. Uh, Chuck was down. I want to say six strokes, five strokes. Um, and literally going into 13, I want to say Chuck birdied like three straight and then just beat Benny outright and he <laughs> lost six, six straight points. And wait, Ch- Benny blew a five stroke lead yeah, on the back Benny or five match. Like ma- you guys yes. played match hole, right? Yes. So that's five holes. Oh my God. Yes. And I, I love Benny. Um, but he, it was, it was a big collapse. Luckily it didn't, uh, luckily it didn't affect too much in what was going on as far as the entire tournament goes. Um, but yeah, Benny, Benny fought back, uh, in the second round and we played, uh, we played pretty good against them and, um, in the second round when we did best ball scramble. Um, but the par three seventeen was what was really interesting. Um, I got to witness that. That's the that's the longer one, right? That's the Giants Ridge, the one that Joe was talking about laying. Yeah, up. yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> it's at the Legend. Yeah. So the second course we play, which actually Giants Ridge, because the courses were in shambles, man. Like burnt grass every, yeah. everywhere. Winter killed. Just Shit. Beat the hell out of it. So probably um, unreal though. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, 200 and some yards. I thought we were going to see a layup. Actually, <laughs> all of us went out of bounds except Benny Freemark. I put mine short into the drink. Um, Chuck went, uh, water. Ryan Lingren, I don't even think made it past the ladies' tees. <laughs> so, and then Benny just nuked one back left of the fringe there. Um, but yeah, man, it was, it was an awesome tournament. The good guys came out on top. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Snapchats. We had champagne yeah, on I, 18. I, I did see that. You it, know, it was a lot of fun. I just kind of want to put in my two cents. I wasn't there, but I can only imagine. My my the last second fill in was was Ryan Lindgren, and you know it, it pretty much seemed like you could have probably put you know nobody there and taken a zero all weekend from from the scores that he put <laughs> up. Um, so uh, shouts out to Ryan for you know coming in and doing absolutely nothing. So I think maybe, I, maybe you guys would have been better off just taking zeros across the board and haven't put my name down. But yeah, uh, I, you would have played a definite factor. Um, man, it sucks, but that, we're going to, yeah, we want to put together wait. some this fall. I mean, we got to, yeah, we have to, we have to fall. do one more. Uh, I'm thinking maybe more of like, uh, uh, what are you thinking? Like, um, like some a European tour type. Yeah. Like yeah. president's cup. Yeah. Uh, Something along those we should lines. Do, we definitely, we might even put something together for the Panaprog. Um, if you guys got any, you know, insights or any courses, any yeah, course any courses, email us at uh, dumpandchasepodcast at gmail dot com. But um, uh, hey, let's jump into the Stanley yeah. Cup Finals. After that game one, I'm I, thinking to myself, oh my god, we're in for an absolute treat. Like, yeah, this, I mean, the series has been great. Yeah, I mean. As far as entertainment level, there's been a lot of goals. 
game one, six, four. That was um, crazy. I'm just going to, you know, I was there live. The intro show was probably the craziest thing I've ever seen live. And I've been to a few concerts in my day. Um, but their intro, the fans were nuts. The, I don't even know what it, the technical people, the 3D lighting, all this, whatnot they had. Was it true they're doing the concert showing. like on the ice? Like so, that was the band game, is yeah, on the ice. That was game two. So, game one they had the, the people repelling from the ceiling, the, the guys in the nights. It was unbelievable. The place was so loud, unbelievable. T-Mobile Arena, nicest ring probably in the NHL. Um, but they put on an absolute show, and Vegas came out. I think they were out shooting them like nine to two. Fourteen minutes in, uh, a nice first goal, slap shot from the point. Uh, the crowd was – it was so loud you could barely hear yourself think. I went up to the uh, – one of the guys I was working with, we went up to the the catwalk and we're watching. Uh, back and forth game. It was the most lead changes actually in a in a Stanley Cup final game. There was five different lead changes, which is pretty insane. But all in all, unreal game one. Game they- two, game two they bring Imagine Dragons out. <laughs> basically, basically in the corner where the Zamboni is. The drummer's on – drumming the yeah. – on the ice. It was insane. This it's dude was ridiculous. getting into it. The crowd was into it. Um, but, hey, did the Imagine Dragons ruin the Stanley Cup Finals for the Knights? It's been – they haven't won a game since they performed. 0-3. I mean, this is something to look into. I don't know if it's got to be investigated at all, but is Washington setting themselves up again for another famous meltdown? We've seen them do it before. Yeah. Is it their it, – it's got to be their year. I mean, there's what's I, the stat on – Teams up three so, one in the, the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, in in the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, since they've been doing the format in '75, going to best of seven since 1975, teams are they've won the last 31. Teams are 32 and one. I believe it was the 1942. The yeah, the the Leafs are the only team to come back. They came back from a three zero deficit and won. But uh, yeah, I mean, but here's a crazy stat. Washington has the most blown 3-1 leads in NHL history. They have five. So since they become a franchise in 1975. Um, that would be ridiculous. I, and it's just, I couldn't root for I don't know or Oshi or any of them if they blew this one. I, it's This brings me back to when they were up 3-1 on the Montreal Canadiens back in 2000. And, I believe it was 2010. And Halak stole the show. They came back, won. Came back from down 3 1. Uh, I mean, we've seen OV's teams do this a lot, but I actually think this this has got to be their year. They, they slayed the juggernaut in Pittsburgh that they could never get over the hump. They've trailed in every series so far. You know, they were down 2 0 to Columbus in the opening round, down 1 0 to Pittsburgh, down 3 2, backs against the wall twice already. Yeah, they've been down every single Stole a game, game seven in, in, in Tampa. the playoffs. Yeah. Um, what about Ovechkin? If he if if Washington takes this one home, what does that do for his legacy? Does he retire? I mean, what what's his next step? <laughs> I mean, Ovi's got a lot in the tank. He's still putting up what was yeah. he one shy of forty this year. So he's he's still producing. He's got his office on that you know that left face off dot in the power play. That's never going to change. I see him playing at least another six seven years unless he decides to win and just go to the KHL. But I don't see that happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's if okay. Say Washington closes the deal. Say they win it in five or six or even seven. Um, 
there's probably three candidates that could win the the con smite. You got Evgeny Kuznetsov leading the playoffs right now with 31 points. Ovechkin's a close second with 27. And then you got Braden Holpe, who has been pretty much the heart and soul of the team mm -hmm. since he took back the net from Grubauer in the first round against Columbus. Um, with the exception of game one where you let in five, that that probably – Biggest save in the biggest magnitude that, that I've seen. Save, the that that save. I've seen. Oh in, my god! That just because of the magnitude of the game, with you know just over a minute left, two minutes left, that stole game two or you know solidified game two's win. Who who would you give it to? I I, I it's a toss up between those three. I think Ovechkin just because of the name. I don't give yeah. him a front runner. Yeah, because Kuznetsov's putting up the points. Um, no one's. I mean, what yeah. this is the fourth time anyone's put up that many points in the playoffs since Joe Sackick. Yeah. Um, Ovechkin, like I said, he's – I mean, Washington Capitals for the last 10 years, all you yeah. think of is Ovechkin. Ovechkin, yeah. He's the name. But Holtby, man, you got to think they wouldn't be here without him yeah. playing the way he has. Uh, it's so kind you, of a question you, mark, too, coming yeah. into this series. So. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even start games one and two in the uh, the first round. Or, so you're giving it to Holtby? <sighs> I got to go Kuznetsov. Okay. I, I That's mean, kind of the easy road yeah, out, but I, okay. So this is the reason why I think they give it to Ovechkin. Say they win in five, Ovechkin gets another point. He's got, I believe, like a six-game point streak, seven-game point streak in the playoffs going right now. Um, Kuznetsov probably deserves it more than him if you're going to give it to a player. But we've seen this before. Crosby won it last year, and you know Malkin outscored him. I, I, I think that you know Ovi's definitely laying it on the line when you see him blocking shots. It's you know he wants it, but I think at the end of the day, like you said, they've relied on him so much. He's a Vesna winner. You got to give it to Holby. You think Holby? Yeah, you. He's the backstop, the backbone of that defense. You, I think it should go to Holby, but it is Ovechkin, and he's due. I could see it going to Ovechkin. Yeah, um, yeah. They're saying Holby's the popular vote. Um, Kuznetsov with his points maybe more deserving. Yeah, um, I mean, a then, four point night last year. Yeah. Like he's putting up huge numbers. You just see him in the offensive zone, and it, he stick handles around anything. He just creates space. He's got that celly, the bird celebration. Oh, it's so funny. I love that. Stealing that from you from yeah, Spurred A's. Spurred A's. <laughs> he definitely stole that from me. Uh, let's keep moving along, though. Um, we're gonna go into John uh, Carlos Stanton's. What you? tagged it as a pimp homer after he was beamed yeah, um is that must see tv for for the mlb I, I or wish, what i know what's gonna happen is when a lot of these older older folks don't like this new type of baseball but i am all for if if i hit a home run in the mlb i think my bat would be going 10 rows oh deep. my god i would be throwing that thing i'd be slinging that thing um it's probably one of the coolest things in sports other than scoring an overtime goal in hockey is his hitting a home run you get it's it's your moment you get to jog the bases mm -hmm. so when stanton was hit two seasons ago in the face same pitcher mike fires yeah by mike fires when he was with the brewers and then he gets Beamed up to him, the plate end, ended his season and it, yeah. the job broken now, job i mean he's got to wear that jaw piece now and sees him detroit first new york yeah. Same thing, right at him. Is Pitches it intentional? Upper, I don't know. But upper shoulder, back area. It's, buzzing him. It looked, definitely looked intentional. And then the next at bat, he cranks a 450-foot missile. It, it left the park so quick. And then he 
He didn't even get pimp, a good piece of it. Pimps, yeah. pimps the bat, jogs the bases, cocky little two-step at third base, crosses home and points at him. And I was so fired up to see that. It's like, you're gonna, you're actually going to try and hit me again. I'm going to make you pay. I'm the best hitter yeah. in baseball. I, I, wish, I wish more teams or more players would start doing this. You know, you, you see a lot of them do it. Jose Bautista, mm-hmm. Joey Bats. Yeah, you got to – That playoff – that playoff monster shot he hit and just chucks the bat just against the Rangers. Unbelievable. Joey bats. But yeah, I, I think you got to see more of that in the MLB. There's got to be something to spice it up. Like people say, yeah, the time's an issue. Yeah. There's got to be some sort of characteristic to add to the damn game. That's going to yeah get people fired up about it. Other than, I, I mean, I get it. It's Amer- America's pastime, but that's exactly kind of what it's turning into that. Not a lot of people are enjoying the game for what it is. They're kind of just going there to, you know, have a family night out and, and whatnot. But I think if you want to get more people talking about baseball and getting into it, if you get if you let, you know, celebrations happen more frequently and, and players don't get upset and start beaming them left and right, then you know, don't don't pitch them a meatball. Yeah. I, I, I mean I like the beat like yeah. If if you got beef with someone, I don't really have a problem with pitching them high and tight yeah i mean you don't like to see people get guzzied in the face and take one to the jaw and ending your season no, but no. i think i think if you got i mean i guess that's kind of controversial but shit there's if there's a pass there fuck it I'll, I'll buzz someone oh yeah for sure why not yeah how about let's let's touch on our boy showtime quick showtime otani you know this is a, sh- a big showtime otani podcast um the angels have kind of been struggling you know mike trout's doing his thing like he always does but you know showtime i feel like deserves more at bats for what he's getting i know he's probably more of a pitcher than he is a batter but when you have a talent like that where he's basically a babe ruth he can hit and he can pitch i think you have to put him in the dh spot more get him more involved use that bat um but yeah, you got Fox Sports, this guy, and Hall of Famer Frank Thomas. He touched on it, saying, yeah, you got to get Showtime in the lineup to give yourself a better shot at the postseason. Couldn't agree more with him. Yeah. Uh, the guy's batting 308 right now, five doubles, six dingers, 19 ribbies, um, and 91 at-bats. Like, how do you, that's actually how do you really argue good. with that? Yeah. Like, I mean, that, I get that. That's the, the Angels. Twins roster. That's, that's a oh, top three hitter on the I, Twins. I mean, like we said, this is a Showtime podcast. I would take Showtime. If I could have nine Showtimes, I would put them in my lineup. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's. I, I get games. maybe they're trying to – they don't want to burn them out, save them for pitching. But at the end of the day, when you have a hitter that's batting like that and you're struggling to make the postseason in the past few years and you're kind of in position right now, you know, first or second in that division out west, why why isn't Showtime getting more at-bats? I, I, I need to know that. Yeah, that's that's a must. We got to see more of our guys. Showtime. Um, Need more guys, Showtime. Guys traveled five thousand miles to be here. Let's get him. Let's get him the looks he deserves. Um, we don't want him going back to Japan. No, he, he's MLB can't. Yeah, he is here to stay. Let's hit on Tiger Woods though. Tiger this last weekend putting up vintage Tiger numbers. It was dash nine going into Sunday, or at one point. Yeah, he was, dash. I, I think it was dash nine going into Sunday, but at one point he was nine under through his last twenty three holes. So. Just teasing us. Yeah. Like, we, we, we've we stated this before. Tiger Woods is not back. Until we see it, he's not back. I don't think he's going to be back winning a major anytime soon. And now but, we got to go into 
two more weeks or a week or so of Tiger hype going to the U.S. Open. It, ha- it happens every happened before the Masters this year. Yep. Oh, Tiger shirts are being printed. The favorite to win the tournament. Meanwhile, he hasn't won since Torrey Pines in 08. Like, what are we doing? What you, they're, they're just trying to make golf more entertaining. They have to, though. I mean, they're yeah. doing their job, but it's it's so frustrating. Tiger, we need you back, man. We need you back to your uh, – give us a year. Give, give us a, a solid year. Give us a top three finish in a major, please. I, I don't see it happening th- this U.S. Open. I want one more season of Tiger just <sighs> lights – day in, day out, he's, he's competing – on Sundays, I want Tiger and Tiger Red. I want him back to to just bang everything and anyone. Yes, that need that. That Tiger won majors. We need him back. I know he's kind of changed. Is he his tied ways. down? I don't even know if he's tied down. Does Tiger have a no? He, yeah. Um, from what I saw, no no idea who it is, but he he took a photo after a round. It looked like it was maybe his his new squeeze. Erica Herman, uh, she, she looks like she's a restaurant manager. So, is this another Denny's waitress that's you know maybe upgraded? She's a manager. Um, we know Tiger likes to to go out and eat and get some digits, but is this is you know his most serious girlfriend since Lindsey Vaughn? Uh, who knows? But if 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 she's gonna get him back to his winning ways, I'm all for it. But if if he's gonna you know, be tied down and, and keep shooting, not shooting himself out of contention here. Um, he's got to go back to his old tricks. You yeah. know, a, a new dog can learn some tricks, but, uh, it sounds like this, this Erica gal, she's a, she's a restaurant industry manager. Um, she worked as a GM at in Tiger's hometown of Jupiter. Okay. At a restaurant he must frequent for several months. I'd love to see how that one went down, how he wheeled her. Odds are that he wheeled her when he was married. Uh, Years back. Back in, probably back in LA. It's got to right? be. How old is she? Uh, that I don't know. I think she would have been of age. She would have probably she would have been 18. She could have played in the league. Um, but, yeah, it's I – hope, I hope his new squeeze isn't just with him for his, you know, for his status – but you know, he, honestly, who who gives a shit these days? Yeah. If 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 she wants to be with him for his status, and and Tiger's all for it, and trying to move on in a better direction, you know, props to him. But we need we need Tiger. We need the old Tiger Woods back. And I think it starts with him, you know, slaying everything that moves. Agreed. Um, let's let's uh, let's move on from Tiger here. Uh, but do not. Do not do think not. we weren't going to touch on the Cavaliers game one. Was it meltdown? Was it highway robbery? Blunder? Oh, man, I called you oh, as soon as this game was over. Oh, my God. Almost we, in tears, man. Like, what? We, we were the whole, the whole reverse call going to replay, then yeah. JR being vintage JR. Walk me through this, Evan. I mean, everyone saw it. Yeah, I mean, we were – we were essentially robbed of history. It, biggest opening game underdog in NBA Finals history. The Cavs opened as a plus 12.5 dog. Yeah, I don't even know what the it, money line was, but it, it was, I plus say it was... Six, plus 600 at one point. It was, in, it was insane. I, and LeBron scored a playoff career high, 51 points. Had, he, yeah, was, he, he was, was hitting from on everywhere. Fire. Par- parking lot, three pointers, driving the rack. He was everything and more in game one, and 
everything he needed to be, everything he we wanted him to be. Oh, I'm oh surprised God. Vegas cannot... wasn't burning down in flames after that bullshit of what <sighs> unfolded. Okay. When Ken Maurer decided that Ken Maurer, the, 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 head, yeah, ref, the head ref, decided that was on the baseline, called it a charge. There's 38 seconds left, and the Cavs are up two after a nice LeBron bucket. And Durant's driving the rim. And I don't know who was on him, maybe Jeff Green, but LeBron sees it, steps over, slides across a good two to three feet outside the restricted area, takes, takes the contact, falls. Ken Maurer immediately signals offensive charge. Cavs up to 38 getting seconds a possession. Left, getting the ball with the ball. You're, you're telling it's, me that they don't go down they're with running the possibility. It down, of, and they're going to put of, it up. They're going to yeah. be up four. Whether they're going to be up two possessions, a, a, a free throw on the other end puts it to three. It changes the whole dilemma of the game. But then what happens? They go to review. I, I guess we can review this if – if LeBron was anywhere near the restricted area and, and you think maybe he was in it, you can review that. So they go Since to replay. when did they add review I, to calls? How about a judge? We're going to review judgment calls now. It's like reviewing a tripping penalty in hockey and then saying, oh, you wait, I, I don't think there's a trip. Let me take this back. So the fact go, that they can do that is so, so they, beyond so, me. So they can review the, his feet being inside of the restricted area, but you can only review that if you think he, he was. And LeBron was a good two and a half, three feet outside of it. So what are we reviewing? So they go to review, and they decide, ooh, maybe LeBron's feet weren't actually planted. This looked like more of a blocking foul than a charge. So what, we're, what are we going to do? We're going to rob the Cavs of history here. We're going to change the call. We're going to put one of the best free throw shooters on the field on the free throw line. So Durant gets two free throws, ties up the game. Hits them both. And then we come back down the other way. LeBron, tough bucket on the other end. Drains it, and then what happens? Oh, Curry's going to go down. Kevin Love's going to be an absolute dumb shit. No reason to foul him. Can he, no chance of blocking it. Slaps him on the head and one. They're up one. So the Cavs have the ball. What? I was glad they didn't hold for the last shot, but LeBron gets fouled by Draymond, goes uncalled, gets the ball back, slings it to, to George Hill down low, and Clay fouls him. So we got two free throws with 4.7 seconds left. Back iron on the first one looked shaky. So what does he do? He, he rims out. <laughs> he's scared of the second one. Leaves it so short. It barely clipped rim. And Durant was napping. Which is fine. Smith. JR, clean rebound. Clean rebound. Uh, no, cleanest, he, had, he had at least two feet. Oh my god, I'm getting I'm getting like I'm getting frustrated <laughs> even talking about this right now. He could have he could have went up for it. And him leaving right now was him running to open space. Okay, yeah, Durant maybe could have contested this, but oh, so you don't think you're gonna make it? So you start dribbling to open space. All right, now it's probably about three seconds left. Ty Lue, timeout maybe. You see him running around, maybe pass it to Anyone LeBron. On the court, timeout. Well, so, so LeBron's J expecting the ball. So Jr. Decides he's going to run away. He's just running back towards the bench thinking that they're up one and he's icing the game. And time runs out as he throws it to George Hill after LeBron's screaming at him to pass it. Screaming. And no one within. they Bad oh. radio. Bad radio, but they, they did it like. Yeah. What was. The, there's a there's a little Fox analogy or wh whatever it was. They drew out how many feet Durant yeah. was and Curry were from LeBron. He had a. Probably eight to ten feet. Yeah, he had he had enough for a catch and shoot. But 
what kind of pissed me off too was that happens. You have an unbelievable chance to seal the deal or put yourself on the line or get a look. And so first you have the refs fucking it up. Then JR fucks it up. George Hill is just sneaking through the back door after the game, getting away with murder after <sighs> if he makes that free throw, we're not even talking about this. <laughs> and then I don't think there was one person on this planet that thought that the Cavs were gonna win in overtime. Are you kidding no, me? No, no there's, chance. They had zero chance. So and everyone knew it. <sighs> not only did this highway robbery, that's what it was. It was highway robbery, Jake. Not only does this make the finals probably going to be a four-game sweep, if it's, five it's, at most? It's over. I hope I'm proven wrong, but it's over. Man. Yeah, it's, yeah. And if they take game one, you know how different that series is? 1-1 one, one going back to Cleveland. Th- this could have gone six or seven if that happens. Um, but that's just bullshit. I can't believe the NBA let that happen. And why the fuck are we reviewing judgment calls? It makes me sick. Kenny Maurer can – Wake up. It can – I don't even know if it's his call. Like, is it a let's go to Toronto thing? Who Who's reviewing that? Is it the guys on the floor? It has to go be to the, the booth? Or who, if it would have gone, who's to, making the if call it gone to the booth, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I think if it went to the booth, maybe they would have just left it as is. But if you're going to let those hooligans dressed up in, in white and black make the call – that's bullshit. And that, they're that, going off of literally. It was based on whether he was in the restricted area. Yeah. And then oh, oh shit. Maybe. Oh, was he planted? Yeah. Was he not? Ed Malloy's a little fucker too. That was a shit call, Ed. Um, just turned into downward spiral from there. Everyone and their sister is that turning have, into an instant oh referee God. on their couch, yeah. watching this, making the call, jumping on every social media I'll site. Tell you what, like, I turned into a ref real quick. Yeah, and I was. I was. The that Midwest best amateur replay yeah. official. That would have only added to LeBron's legacy even more. Oh, Imagine man. that being a 12 and a half point dog in 51 and you're leading your team. And then he puts up, what, 51? 51. Yeah. He was so pissed in overtime he didn't shoot until like two minutes left. Oh, he, he, he he looked JR off twice when he was wide open. He's like, fuck you, JR. Uh, yeah, JR. Like, this is so textbook, JR Smith. Like, no awareness whatsoever. Uh, I just think of the meme where he just looks cheesed high out of his mind. Like, is he blind? Is he, is he clearly not thinking? Yeah. LeBron's got to do what he, he has to do in the post game interview and just eat it for the yeah. team. Like, I love Le- like LeBron's so sick. Like, I yeah. he, I feel like he takes so much criticism. How about the reporter? Like, how about the reporter after the game asking him? He got, up already, he got up and left. Yeah, LeBron's yeah. already answered the question that he has not talked to J.R. Smith. So he's laid that foundation. I have not talked to J.R. Smith. But he asked him what, seven what was, more times. What was going through, you know, J.R.'s mind? You know what he's and LeBron said, I don't know. I do not know. I did not talk to him. He goes, Well, well, so you don't know, you just don't get it, or and if oh, I I, I probably would have done more than walk up. I I probably would have had a few choice words for him and but yeah, that was bullshit. But let's move into our lock bets of the week. Um, this one's an easy one for me. I I'm not a, an NBA guy whatsoever, but the easy easy bet is Golden State. Um, is Golden State at minus four and a half on the spread game? I don't know if this is dictating off game one, but the last two games have been. Yeah. Well over four points, four and a half points. 
Yeah, double digits. I'm, I'm going heavy, heavy minus four and a half. I'm going state. I don't think there's okay any question on why someone shouldn't. Yeah. Unless LeBron pulls something out of his hat, but I think it's a deflated Cleveland team. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's an easy one for me. Uh, yeah. Minus four and a half. Gold yeah, with, with that minus four and a half, just the refing we've seen so far, you you never know. It, they might try and make this a series now that they've fucked up. But for me, I'll, I'll go to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Vegas is a minus one and a half favorite at home. Um, they they probably could have won game two as well. They they kind of dominated both games at home. I I just think they're gonna extend the series to six back to Washington. Are you going money line or I'm, spread? I'm gonna take the spread. I think they're gonna win. You know, a, a three one four two type game at home. The place gonna be rocking. They're gonna make this a series. And my lock bet: Vegas Golden Knights uh, at home minus one and a half. All right, and that brings us into the dump and chase of the week. This week's dump and chase, we already touched on it. Kenny Maurer, the head ref, baseline ref who made the charging call. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was a group effort in overturning that, but being the head ref, someone's got to eat it for the yeah. whole team um, of officials there. This whole crew, get them out of here. Yeah. But Kenny Maurer. Kenny Maurer, Ed Malloy, see you, buddy. We don't want you near the NBA Finals again. Uh, that was tragic TV. There was multiple times I've seen both of them in position, whether it was a, a Warriors player, a Cavs player, even throughout the postseason, a player gets fouled. They let it go because, you know, maybe, maybe we'll leave it. They're going to stay with the ball. We'll just keep it that way. Oh, look at the other team's going to get the ball. I'm going to blow my whistle about four seconds after the foul while the play's going the other way. Makes no sense. Just make the call. It's not even make it simple. Yeah, it's almost not even a Kenny Maurer thing. It's it's all of the NBA's yeah. officials this postseason have been trash. Yeah, brutal. It's they're taken away from from the game, the skill, and they're just they're 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 self centering themselves. They want it to be all about them. Um, teeing guys up. I mean, end of game one, Tristan Thompson, that whole scuffle and whatnot could have been avoided. Tristan kind of lunged into Livingston a little bit. No harm, no foul. Let it go. And then it turns into a T for Tristan Thompson, a T for Draymond Green. So unnecessary. They get free throws. They almost beat the spread off of that. It was bullshit to watch. Just so unnecessary. They're trying to make it about themselves. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm surprised we didn't see a call on Steph Curry for step yeah. on Kendrick Perkins white so, Jordans. On the sideline. Nobody touches Kendrick Perkins' Jordans. Kendrick Perkins has been the biggest factor for the Cavs in this whole series. <laughs> you see him getting in the skin of Draymond Green. Steph Curry thinks that he's sticking his leg out. Meanwhile, he didn't even move. Curry stepped on his Jays. I would have been pissed, too. Fresh white Jays. Fresh white shoes, Like, man. he's trying to look good on the bench. He's trying to get minutes maybe in a suit. This that could be this could be the first time we see a player throw a jersey over a suit and, and get in there and start wreaking havoc i would love to see it if kendrick perkins got in i think this series goes seven i don't see the Cavs losing a single game with with his toughness and i think he would actually beat the shit out of draymond green it right in front of everybody a physical battle and i would love to see that i would love to see Basketball draymond green that. get his shit tossed but we're dumping and chasing get them the fuck out of here we don't want anything to do with nba refs they're just taking control of the game themselves and they're Especially not even, you, Kenny Maurer. Fuck yeah, that guy. Fuck you, Kenny Maurer. Well, that wraps up another episode here on the Dump and Chase podcast. Tune in next week for uh, our Belmont Stakes rundown. 
Will Justify complete the uh, Triple Crown this weekend? I think he does. Uh, uh, there could be a, a Stanley Cup crown champion if Washington takes this right away. And same with the Golden State Warriors. We could have two world champions here in, in yeah. the next week. See ya. I'm upset. 50,000 on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to double check. I'ma always take the money over sex. That's why they need me out the way what you expect. Got a lot of blood and it's cold. They keep trying to get me for my soul. Thankful for the women that I know. Can't go 50 50 with no hope. Every month, I'm supposed to pay her bills and get her what she want. I still got like seven years of doing what I want. My dad still got child support from 1991. Out of town. People love to pop a lot of shit and come around. Word of Flocko Jody, he done seen us put it down. Niggas asking if I'm cool, I'm upset. Hundred thousand on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to double check.